0: DJ PK, it's time to welcome back the man, the myth, the legend. Joe Engel's back for another another year, and he joins us on the Smart Rain Guest Line. Utah will be in a drought next summer. Smart Rain knows that 2022 budget planning for most businesses is already underway. Take advantage of their save now, pay later promotion, and do your part by saving water while saving money. Check out Best State Award winner Smart Rain at smartrain.net. Joe Ingles, the man. Welcome back to the show. How are you?
1: that was a hell of an introduction, and you read that little ad
0: so fast. (laughs) It's a long ad. I've had to read it a lot. (laughs) Well done. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm proud of you as well. Way to come out in Game 1 and remind everyone that you can still shoot the three ball.
1: (laughs) I I wouldn't say I was nervous before the game, because that kind of nerves of playing basketball has been long gone, but... I was a little anxious to get out there because obviously I didn't play much in the preseason at all really. Um, and I think I played one half or maybe just over, just over the half, whatever it was. And, um, again, not, not nervous, but just obviously wanted to to see how I felt. And, uh, I really hadn't played a game, a a, a real game, proper game, um, since the, the bronze medal game. So, um, yeah, I was ready to get out there. I didn't know how my lungs and my legs would feel, but um, yeah, I felt really good and and obviously good to to get a win and um, and, and hit a couple of shots and um, overall um, a lot of good things to take from from the first game.
2: So, what do you think? Seventy wins this year?
1: That's a lot of wins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope we win as many as we can. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I don't even know what a betting agency is here, but that's not, uh, not my, my life.
2: So they had this kid, uh, Giddy Oklahoma uh, City, did an Australian kid. I think he played on your Adelaide team. And what was he? What, what, like an alternate on the Olympic team. And the fun. Yes. He's 19 years old, right? He Yeah, he just turned. Had... Yeah, he just turned. <laughs> so. We started the show in the spring of 2002. He was born in the fall of 2002. We're older than him. Our show is older than him, Joe. <laughs> uh, my, even my show is nearly older than him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you look at him and see yourself 15, 20, 15, 16, 17 years ago?
1: I think that that's the funny part and, and why Josh and I have, have had a really good relationship and um, I obviously knew him when he was a bit younger and and kind of coming through the ranks of those kids that you can obviously tell are going to be good. And, um, more recently, the last few years having a a pretty close relationship with him and, um, it really started. I I still remember the day he, he signed in the NBL. He decided not to go to college and and signed the NBL and, um, he signed with Adelaide, my my hometown team as a as a kid, and um, I just remember the exact kind of feeling and all these memories of, of when I did that. We, we he signed when he was seventeen as well. I signed when I was seventeen, and he moved from Melbourne to Adelaide. Um, I went from Adelaide to Melbourne, um, and just a lot of similarities. And and obviously, I wasn't the prospect or anything that that he is and, and was, but. Um, reached out to him back then and just kind of said obviously I'm here to help we're going to be on a very similar path obviously yours is a lot more clear cut than what what mine was in terms of the NBA <laughs> but yeah um just with the NBL and, and helping out and um actually so they like it's it, you you, not, you a lot of guys reach out to guys and try and help or or are available to help and not many guys kind of take it the action of actually kind of reaching out and asking questions and, and doing that. And I had opened that kind of line of, of conversation up to him and, um, it almost went to the other end of like, oh, <laughs> not too many questions. Cause I, I asked for it, but he was so eager for me to watch games and, and give him feedback and learn and, and ask me questions about what I do in certain situations. And, um, it's really cool obviously now to, to see him get through the year in the NBL and he, he played really well there and then to to be a I think it was the sixth pick six or seven whatever he was yeah, um, right and, and then yeah like he's like you said he's just turned 19 and he's starting in his first game against me which is which is pretty cool and um, I'm glad we smacked him but he, he's got a uh, he's got a hell of a future he's a, a bright kid he, he works hard and I think the best part, his IQ is is unreal, and he he plays the right way. So I think with those things, he'll he'll go a long way. But um, yeah, it was cool to see him yesterday, and um, like I said, play kind of play his first ever NBA game against him.
0: So, Quinn Snyder had a uh, a good line after the opener, uh, acknowledging that he'd been asked more questions about uh, Jared Butler than he had about Rudy and Donovan combined. Uh, but I think that just goes to the fact that the core of the team is back, and we think we all have a pretty good feel for how most of you guys play and how most of you play together. So, it's the new guys. It's Whiteside and and uh, it'll be Rudy Gay when he can play, and it'll be Butler, you know, what are these new guys going to provide, what, what can you tell us about Butler, maybe not so much production, but more about, you know, who he is, what he's like, that kind of stuff.
1: Um, he sits next to me in the locker, he's annoying.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> no, I think it's true of what Quinn said, and as you guys know, I mean, you, you guys know us very well, and the way we play and the style obviously the style we're going to play is going to be very similar um, there'll be some differences obviously because there's things that we, we've needed to work on as a team and, and individually and um, yeah you, you add those pieces I think they'll all they'll all help us at different points of the year um, Eric as well Eric Pascal and um, Jared's been good I mean he he obviously got a a pretty big opportunity um, in the preseason with with majority of our guys kind of either resting or or playing limited minutes and um yeah just uh i mean i think for for his age um the 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 clear cut thing is like the poise that he plays with he doesn't get sped up he plays at his own speed um which is he's pretty cool to see in a a younger kid um off court he's pretty quiet he's kind of does his own thing um I'm sure the other guys hang out with him. I don't hang out with any of them, so I don't know what they do
2: outside
1: of, outside of practice. But um, yeah, good kid, work, works hard, um, and obviously, uh, I think on the on court he'll help us at times this year. I think getting his first taste last night was probably a, a lot. There's a lot going on, and we're back to pretty much sold out and first ever NBA games, so it you know, was a lot on his plate. But I, I think he shows signs every time he's out there of, of how good he's going to be. Um, kind of short term in, in stints but obviously long term as well
2: you guys are very much a veteran team with a few additions and even most of those guys are veterans themselves do you think that there will be any pacing of the team going on as you negotiate this long schedule
1: yeah I mean there's always like kind of ups and downs I guess throughout the thing um, throughout the season and Um, I think it was shoot-around I got asked yesterday or whatever it was like even just the connection of Hassan and myself Um, obviously everybody else is out on the court that's that's new but um, with that second year me playing pick and roll with him and, and obviously Fave has been my big for six of my eight years or whatever it is so it's um it does take time obviously the the good thing is majority of our group is is back and we're we're the same and, and obviously with rudy out at the moment we're it's kind of jared hassan and and eric that are that we're trying to kind of get up to speed and i mean as you guys know the there's the system or more the wording the 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 words and the, the um, names of things and the concepts of once he's got those down, um, all those guys have, have those down. It, it's very easy because it's, it's all the same things. They all, one word can be in so many different plays or, or defenses or whatever, but over time it gets easier and easier. So um, they've been good so far. They've got the basics down and, and obviously as we get through this as as you guys know, um, Quinn will put more and more things in and 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 make it probably a little bit more complicated. But you just kind of keep rolling with the, the punches, and we'll have we'll have some days where we we do mess up the offense or defense, and we'll we'll have days where we're we're on on par with it and, and really good. And obviously, we've got to limit the the bad days. But um, yeah, it's been it's been good so far, and and getting those guys involved. And um, I mean, it's like us what was it, bubble and, and post-bubble, like even just the style of play of shooting more threes and playing quicker and um, getting those guys used to that, like telling Eric to, to run to the corner. And if he's open, shoot it. Like there's no hesitation with our team. So it, it does take time, but I think um, we'll have more good days than bad, and we've just got to limit those, those bad days.
0: So I'm curious, you know, the NBA is very much what have you done for me lately and nobody can really look back <laughs> on what they did a while ago, right? Everyone's got to be moving forward and all that. But international basketball is a little different. Do you still get up and uh, give yourself 30 seconds to look at the bronze medal every day and feel good about that? Because that was a goal you chased for a long time.
1: I'm looking at it right now. It's still sitting in the same spot that it uh, had sat in when, when Miller told me to hang it next to her soccer trophy so, <laughs> Um, no, I, I was actually thinking I need to take it off the, it's literally hanging on the door handle of (laughs) it, the (laughs) door right now, getting banged around every time the
2: door Well, put it on right now, why don't you put it on?
1: No, it's too far away, I'm not standing up for you guys. Um, no, it is, it it was something, it's a weird feeling, I guess, I started with the national team in 2007 and, um, was just listening to... Andrew Bogut's podcast about it. He had our, our national team coach on there on his podcast. And 08 Beijing Olympics and the, those couple of tournaments after that. Um, not that the mindset wasn't we can't win some games, but I think meddling for us was, was a, a – like we would have had to play unbelievably and maybe some teams have some some bad luck or, or whatever it was. And, and, and changing that mindset um, – over the kind of middle of of those twelve years of, of me playing, to like no, we we've, we've got a team that can meddle. We, we've got a legitimate chance. We've got a great roster. We we just need to like put it all like why? There's just saying in Australia of like like she'll be right. Like just give it, have a crack. Like it's it's all good. Like we're we're Australian. We're fighters. That's what we do. We we play. It was like. I don't want to swear, but like f that. Like, <laughs> Thank we you. we're we're a really good basketball team. Like, why can't we win? Like, True. change that mindset of like we're not just happy to be here. We can actually go and win this game or this tournament. And um, it's uh, like I said, it's been twelve years, and um, I, I remember it was the end of the third quarter, and they started to come back a little bit, and I remember looking at Patty and, and talking to Patty throughout the game of, like, this just, like, this. not that we said this isn't happening again, but, like, there was this mindset of, like, we would not let this happen again. Like, there's no chance we've come fourth the last three tournaments. Um, I think one of the benefits for us was they hadn't been in that situation before. Slovenia, obviously, Luke is a hell of a player and, and they had a hell of a tournament and to even get into the tournament they, they had to play well and, um, we just felt like we weren't going to lose and um, to, to, to now, again, like you said, sit here and look at it and um, talk about it, like be able to see Josh Giddy last night and, and, and he talks about it. Like it, it's such a, a big thing. He wasn't even on the team. He was the last guy cut, or second to last guy cut, whatever it was. So, um, yeah, a, a lot of relief probably, um, but also on the flip side of the relief side of it, it it's like... I want to go back, and I want to win another one, and I want it to be gold or silver. Like um, it makes you more determined to, to do even more. So, um, yeah, i actually, I might actually put it away today. Today might be the day I put it. We've got this really cool little case that came in, so I'll probably put it in that and um, stop it getting dented, banging on the door every time <laughs> Miller rips the door open. <laughs>
2: So you're back on the traditional calendar and the traditional amount of games as opposed to last year and the year before. Does that make any difference to you?
1: Uh, no.
2: Should it? No. Probably. I don't know yeah. if, you, if you're going to treat your body differently. Uh, you're going to play ten more games in the regular season. Uh, any of that stuff matter? Maybe uh, I assume. it no. Doesn't. I don't know.
1: No, I think I think I mean it's probably more normal than anything. Obviously the the last two years have been, well, I don't even know what the word normal means anymore, but, um, have been very different and, and you've got, we've all had to adjust whether it be the NBA players or, or you guys or, um, every day, whatever kids, our kids are adjusting every day to this. There's just so much still moving pieces in this whole thing. And, um, 82 for us is obviously the regular 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 season that's what yeah. we're used to um, so I think I think you just get back in the same flow but I think um, with our team especially like you said being a bit older and, and more veterans and all that I, I'm sure and, and I have no doubt there'll be times that we'll we'll probably rest um, certain games or certain times um, we haven't spoken about that but um Uh, I think for us, obviously winning games and and finishing as high as we can, but then you want to be going into the playoffs as fresh as possible. So without thinking too far in front, you want to, um, we want to be, be thinking, I mean, even last night, like pulling all the starters out with four or five minutes. Um, I think he was about to put Rudy and Mike back in and, and decided not to. So, um, even those decisions, those extra couple of minutes of, of rest can add up over 82 games. So, um, I mean we've got we've got a great team um, that will decide all that stuff and I'll, I'll just do what I'm told
2: you still on lockdown far. on the road and all that stuff
1: um, I think it's opened up a bit more um, I think the vaccinated unvaccinated makes a little bit of a difference um, but I think we're all vaccinated to our, or, not that it I mean it's not going to change for me the lockdown or not lockdown is pretty much the same life for me on, on the road anyway but Um, obviously a bit more freedom with being able to go to restaurants and and catch up with family or friends for guys that that have them on the road. Um, But yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll kind of see how the... There's obviously... I said this yesterday in shoot-around, but it's going to be inevitable at some point that there's going to be contact tracing or a positive case or or something throughout this season um, and what that looks like. And I mean, my kids are at school... I'm not going to pull my kids out of school. They they need to be in there. So, so obviously we've just got to deal with the punches as they come, but um, obviously confident within our group that, that our guys are doing the, the smartest and the best thing for, for us to be as close to safe and, and healthy as possible.
0: We've had several coaches over the course of our show, probably four or five, coaches locally who have coached here so long and done so many press conferences, uh, we hear a question and we know the answer. I almost feel like I could step in front of the microphone like, I'll handle that. Save your voice, coach. I know literally word for word what you're going to say. And I thought that listening to Quinn because Quinn after game one, got into, hey, we can't pass up shots. There's only 24 seconds on the clock. We can take, you know, if we don't take one when it comes, the odds are we're going to have a much worse shot later in the clock. And I've heard him say that dozens and dozens of times. And so I knew where he was going when he started in on that. And I wonder, at this point, and you're bringing in, you know, new guys who are going to have to work in the rotation, how much could you handle practice and just say, guys, this is what Quinn wants. We've all, everybody who's been here knows. This is what he wants. How much of that could you could you or any of the other veterans literally run because he is consistent with the message over a long period of time? Yeah.
1: I mean I, I said it in I think it was one of the training camp sessions or, or one of the practices more recently. I, I said to Alex Jensen who's been here the whole time with me, um, I was like, Man, I know exactly what he's he's stopped practicing. I was like, I know what he's gonna say and I know exactly what he's talking about and I've like heard this like the same speech of um, certain things like you said certain things he says or certain ways he thinks um, yeah I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp on what he's going to say or what he's going to what he's thinking to say Um, I mean even last night we had a I think they were at the free throw line and JC was about to sub in and was asking me what play we're going to run and I looked at coach and I was like we both said it at the same time, but we said exactly the same play. And I was like, that just shows like another sign of we've been together for too long. Well, not too long. I shouldn't say too long. We've been together for a long time. Um, and it was like instantly, like we both said exactly the same play. And he like high fived me and was like, yep, you got it. It's <laughs> um, so obviously for a few of us, we've been around him as you guys have, but there's, there's a couple of coaches that have been here the whole time and, I think Rudy and I are the only two from that the first year of, of Quinn, but um, obviously Donovan and that have have been a, a good chunk as well. So um, yeah, it's funny. I've I've heard a lot of the same pre-season talks or, or the same uh, the same things about certain actions or, or certain ways we play and, and stuff like that. So I've got to... yeah. I mean, I if he wasn't there for a day, I feel like I could coach our team and it would be exactly the same as. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to tell the difference if my voice was the same as his. Well,
0: it's good to have your voice back on the radio for another year, Joe. Thanks for joining us. Good luck in the coming week, and uh, try not to ding up that bronze medal any more than absolutely necessary.
1: No, I'm actually literally, as I hang up the phone, I'm going to go put it in the box. I've got the box sitting on the uh, little desk upstairs. So It's just been sitting there waiting for the day that, My lazy ass goes and actually puts it away. Um, But it was nice to look at it for one more time. It's actually really heavy, so might need some help carrying it up (laughs) the stairs.
0: Well, thanks, Joe. We'll talk to you again next week.
1: Awesome. Thanks, guys. All
0: right. There is Joe Ingalls back for another year on the radio. Tons of stories behind the scenes with the Jazz, the Olympics, and life on the road in pandemic times. Slightly different pandemic times. Good. Good for them. Yeah. It's, it's got to be the longest-running NBA radio
2: show by an individual in NBA history. I bet <laughs> by an active player.
0: Today is the start of year eight with him. I call him Volumes. I've gotten volume on it, so it's yeah.
2: Volume Eight, Episode One today. We've got we've got to get to ten, don't we?
0: I don't know, man. The NBA. When I said, "What have you done for me lately?" he laughed, <laughs> and I thought oh, that means something. <laughs> Well, <laughs> what has he done for them lately? Was play very well. Four for seven from the three-point arc, doing his thing. Spread the floor. Open it up for Donovan and Rudy.
2: Yeah, and this is a contract year for him, right? Uh, so there are obviously no guarantees. We'll have to see yeah, how it plays there out. There are no but, guarantees in the
0: NBA ever. Uh, Everything's crazy.
2: Yeah, I don't even know we have guarantees in our business, what we're doing. Uh, but, nope. But it would be fun. Lo- I would like to string this out as long as we possibly can.
0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Everything you missed in this show coming up next. We'll get you up to speed. Stay with us.